Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And they took personal responsibility for the sake of everybody. Then you're right. No need. But if people can't do that, then for the for America, not just for one for the person good of or everybody. two people. Yeah, for America, you got, you got to do something. Right. right. But you know what? It's like... I don't know, man. I just, you, you know, until there is a vaccine for it, where does it end? I don't know. Because even if all of a sudden we get back down to where we have no cases, somebody flies here from somewhere mm-hmm. and then they infect some people. Mm-hmm. And we, here we go all over again. Maybe there's a certain point I saw yesterday. Uh, once a certain percentage of our population has it, the uh, it stops spreading. There's a certain number you hit where... It just starts falling off, and the numbers will fall off. But so then what I don't know what about a- the people who are left who never got right. it. Right. What are they talking about with Dr. Fauci <clears throat> saying this thing could fire back up again in the fall? I mean, what's the... Sounds I don't know. Like, if- sounds like a flu. Right. We get flu season every well, yeah, year. We have flu- shots. We have, well, we we have shots for we've the been, flu. Well, right. we've also been getting the coronavirus for years and years. This is right. just the novel COVID-19. This right. is just a new... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, new strain? Strain. Thank you, Raj. No, no problem. I love you. Strain was right there. Mm. It's not going on. away. As much as we don't want to hear Dr. Fauci say it, it's this is going to be right, it. it's going to be less. It's not going to be on this level, but there's it, it's going to come back every year like colds and flus. Want to just be part of the flu shot? It's it'll probably it'll be it'll be a separate thing. I don't think it's going to be mixed in necessarily. Well, well like I said, you know, Johnson and Johnson is working on having a a. Um, Jesus. Vaccine? Yeah. yeah, what's going on in your brain right now? A two now? for two. Okay? You know what? what do I win? You what? You I gotta really win are. something. You deserve something, You can have Roger. the melted ice for my coffee. There you go. Yes. You really do deserve something. That's some solid no, mind I'm reading. Just, I'm just fried. <laughs> That's 20 years of working together. You, you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just fried. That's all. Okay. Mm. That's all. It's gonna be yeah, okay. It's, it, it's, I think it's going to get, get to the point where, yeah, uh, in like in a year, we'll be like, yeah, it's just part of a, a vaccine we all get now, and it helps flatten the curve and lessen the cases, maybe, or lessen the severity, and all of us won't die because we have no way to stop it. You know, whatever the, however the reasoning goes, but in the future, that's what it's going to be. We've done it for measles. We've done it for influenza, A, right, B, right, and all right, that stuff. Right, we still right. get some of it. Right. But we have a thing to stop it that protects most of us. This does Most of us are not protected. I mean, that's that's the problem. So that's the key as far then, as finding a, a cure. I'm dying for or at them, least a vaccine to slow it down. I'm dying for them to release that test for where that you can find out whether or not you've had it. Mm. Because I think for a lot of people who may have had those same symptoms that I had in December, who may think they, you know, it's almost like a. A breath of fresh air. Like, I already had the chicken pox. I don't got to worry about as it. As long as I can guarantee you that you won't get it again, you'll right. be like, oh, perfect. I'm right. good. So right. Breathe a little bit. And- That's true. You totally had it, JP. I think so, too. I, I mm-hmm. honestly do believe that. I said that before we went on air today. We were talking about everything, and I said, oh, JP had it. I really believe that. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you came out the other end. You know, I don't know yeah, what it's like thing, going through it, but the only reason I even question whether or not that's what I had was was because of the amount of time. Hmm. Right. Like it was only like three or four days or whatever it was. And the same thing for my wife. It's like three or four days. It wasn't this, you know, 14. But, you know, 
I don't know. Listen, everything is just guesswork at, this, your kid, at this point. Did your kids get it? Or anything? No. Uh-huh. No. They didn't get it. Does not fit the profile. Yeah. I think kids it somehow. A little bit. Skirt it. Right. We might uh Like, I want to know if I have the antibodies <laughs> flying around in my bloodstream. I'll sell those bitches. How do they, if this is such a new, obvious, <laughs> new strain and we're, we're learning about it, how do they know that we won't get it again if you have it? That's, Where's that coming that's from? That's why we're not getting a definite answer I, on that. I, I, we, we don't have that answer. Go ahead. Quick. Yeah, Monica. No, I was just going to say, I think that they have, that someone has got it again, right? Someone had it, got Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I don't know again. about that. I don't know. I think I saw that somewhere. I don't there. know. We'll see. I hope D, you didn't. D's back. Hi, D. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to start over because there's a new listening audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we got a guy from radio. He has done radio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss it? Do you miss radio at all? Doing it for livelihood? Honest to God, yes. Like a daily show you miss? Yeah, I truly loved it. I mean, I hated the hours of the morning show, but just as you guys do. Right. When you do mornings, you know. um, Mm -hmm. But but, uh, I I just like the connection, the audience, Mm -hmm. the interaction with your team. I mean, the laughter. Every day, laugh, start and laughing, you know. It's different every day. Sometimes you're laughing. Yeah, I, I really, really, truly enjoyed doing it for the few years I did, and I, you know, I'm disappointed that, you know, I wasn't able to continue. Right, but but you still have right. House of Hair. Right? You still doing House of Hair, right? Twenty two years, it's crazy. But that's you know, syndicated, oh. so it doesn't Jeez. have that, doesn't have that, you know, immediacy. And you All guys right. know, and the audience, I'm telling you, but you may not when you talk about something, and it's a hot button issue or whatever, and the phones light up, and you know you're. You're connecting. You know people yeah. are reacting. You just see the flashing starting, and you go, all right, this is speaking to the audience right now. I'm connecting. And it was just a great thing you know, to take those yeah. calls. It's all great until you're talking about death and destruction for the last three weeks. Well, you guys went through what I went through. I was on the air during 9-11. Yeah. And so that mm-hmm. was, you know, that was the... As only thing I can compare to the ugliness of what's going on now, you know. Right. I mean that that moment. Do you, you remember? They, I always remember it was on, what? Go ahead. You, you know what they said today? As I, I went to go get Starbucks to get coffee between shows, and uh, I had the news on, and they said the deaths in the United States for COVID nineteen just surpassed September eleventh, mm. and that hit me like a sledgehammer. That's, that's a number. That, that's that's significant a, number. That's the reality. You know, people mm-hmm. people think they're escaping this thing. Some people, you know, not all. It's very strange, you know. And and um, and those who think that aren't taking it seriously, I say this with all my heart. I hope you guys are right. I hope you guys who think this. Mm. I've got family members go. It's gonna be. It's, it's an inconvenience. It's gonna be cleared up in a month. And I'm like, I I pray to God every day that you're right. And mm. and the other they say the naysayers are wrong. But uh, but it doesn't look like that. It Do you know anybody? Like Do you know anybody yet who's contracted it and gotten over it or worse? Right now, well, it's define worse. I've, Dying. I, I know. Of, well, I yeah, but my vision, my idea of worse is I know a few people uh, who they are pretty sure they had it. Okay. So they had it the mild mild version, mm-hmm. so they couldn't get tested. So they don't know for sure. They right. think they had the mild version, but yet I know that they were still, you know, I mean, they were, you know, doing the distancing and stuff, but they were still going out to stores. They weren't sure. 
they went down, and one of them is, uh, went down to stay with her parents, and her parents are older. And uh, she may have brought it down there. So but she said, I feel okay. But we know now we know now that you can give it to somebody else and they can have a worse reaction than you did. So that's why I say, you know, that that to me is a scary part. So I know some people who think they had it. There's no way to know for sure they have it. Yeah. But they've also come into contact with other people. All right, D, the story about your daughter. Jesus. We were at the point, yeah. D's daughter, over. on March 12th, <laughs> <Started over. laughs> was in Peru. Right. Go, and yeah. then it gets, gets to how you get her out of the country. Uh, yeah, so by, uh, she gets there March 12th, March 15th, the Peruvian government shuts the doors, won't let anybody in or out of the country. Uh, they're behaving like no other country in the world. Uh, the American government is trying. But, you know, uh, uh, our president mentioned that one day, it was great, he mentioned uh, people in Peru, students in Peru, but he mentioned a couple hundred. It was thousands, oh. thousands of Americans in Peru. Okay, just as I told you before before that long break, and I was wrong about the number. It's seventy five million pounds that they're spending to get back the U- U- UK, UK government thinking wow. two hundred thousand, uh, two hundred thousand people who were out were on vacations. This is just right. that time of year, right? You know, or out and, and about. This has happened so fast, so. Every border was shut. Every outlet was shut. And I just went full Liam Neeson on a phone. And I was, <laughs> I have a unique skill set, you know. And um, I started calling and reaching out to everybody. And I talked to my Instagram. And I said, you know, you're going to say, oh, yeah, well, you're a rock star, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that has a certain cachet to it. But everybody's got outreach. And I use the example of I had to buy my house. My brother-in-law's a carpenter. His friends built his house. And it was better than my house, okay? He has, <laughs> right. he has his own unique skill set and anybody can and, and i don't know black ops people that's not a rock and roll thing but i found them <laughs> did i you? found black ops i found oh yes i did i found <laughs> i found i found uh you know i found uh mercenaries in the jungles of south america what? who i had, was in contact with i dude i was doing anything and everything and and I would do anything, everything, get my daughter back. And I I, thought I didn't breathe for a couple of weeks. I've never been so scared. Uh, I don't know if she realized being on the retreat where things were safe, how potentially dangerous. There's a region, you know, Peru, as as much as they advertise, come see Machu Picchu. And I've, I've done concerts. It's been incredible down there. But it's borderline dictatorship. And mm-hmm. when you sit down, it gets ugly. The cartels are very powerful there. And where all these retreats are is cartel country. So it's all well and good when everything's fine. But when all of a sudden you're locked down there, you could suddenly find yourself in in a very bad position. So how old is is your daughter Cheyenne now? How old is she? Okay. uh, Shy is 23 years old. Okay. So certainly old enough to go on a, you know, on a, on a, uh, a trip like this or whatever. And um, was she by herself or with the girlfriends? She was she was by herself at this place she had gone to. My wife had been to. My sons had been to. Uh, we knew the people who ran it, and it was pretty. You know, I mean, without the this new you know glitch in the system, right. under normal circumstances, it was pretty straight ahead. You flew to the airport. That hey, well here's the group going to to the retreat. You know, and they meet you at the airport and they take you there, and it's mm. all beautiful and you know it's, there's no problems. I've been to Peru, never had a problem. But like I said, the game changed when they went, you know, into a, uh, into a uh, martial law kind of state down there, and they started acting like idiots. And I told you before that the president 
was demanding his 20,000 uh, Peruvian citizens be returned. After he made the demand, and I found out because I was got in touch with the embassy and I was working with them, they said he realized they couldn't handle 20,000 Peruvians coming back huh. all at once. They were, you know, they were barely able to handle their own problems down there, let alone 20,000 more people coming into the airport. So all of a sudden they were trying to get out of what the president had said. He had kind of stuck his foot in his mouth. They really didn't want their citizens back. Right. So huh. it just, it, so I was, it, it, we eventually, and you know, God bless America. You know, they, they, they did, you know, the diplomat thing and they were, you know, and they went back and forth, but it was not easy. And my daughter said when she left the retreat, it was, she realized how intense it was because they had to contact every arm of the Peruvian military, the Air Force, the, the Navy, the Coast Guard, the police, the Army were all involved in moving eight people out oh. of this place to a safe to hold, place to hold them and then getting them to the airport the next day to get them out. Whoa! So now, when when she was being moved from the retreat to the quote unquote safe haven, will you still be able to maintain contact with your daughter? Yes, I mean, fortunately, the phone systems were operational, uh, and uh, and there was a American expat in Iquitos. That's the city she was in. Mm-hmm. Who had been living there for fifteen years? She was a teacher, but she had, was working with the. Uh, but she was a local, and she was working with the with the embassy. And as as it you know to put together because there once Cheyenne got on the plane there were a hundred people from the region Americans on the plane there were more trying to get on the plane mm. who couldn't get on because it's not just like you go to the airport and say I want to get on there it was a very it was a lot of paperwork to get each single each person out so they couldn't just fill the plane and take them out and there's still thousands stuck in Peru and that's one of the reasons I said I would continue to make these calls continue to to work social media because make people aware there are people stuck and, mm. and, you know, and, and, and the naysayers, I said, if people were saying, Hey, that's your, you know, you're all your crap out of luck. You should have, you should have, you know, you should have got out of there when you had a chance. What are you doing down there in the first place? What are stupid things? You know, people right. are allowed to go on a vacation. No one expected this to happen. And people should be able to go through this with their family, not alone in some pl- strange place. You nobody should be. I mean, it's horrible that people are stuck in hospitals alone. This is such a tragedy. But at least we should be able. My, my daughter went from the frying pan into another frying pan because now mm. she's in. You know, she's quarantined and she's dealing with everything that we are that's going wow. on in the state. Right, right. So she's not with you in Belize. She's back in the states. No, she's back in the states. Uh, her brothers, or she's uh, she and her brothers all live in in California. Right, and. Uh, you know, and that's the next hot spot right now. Yes. You know, uh, you know they're talking New York, and they're talking about California. It gets it gets worse and worse every day, and it's just going to continue to go like that. It's just, you know. So on one hand, it gave me some perspective. I mean, it was like relieved to have her back in America dealing with all these problems that we're dealing with. But at least she wasn't someplace. You know, uh, you know, when you start going down that dark path about what happens to right. you know pretty blonde girls in in, in South American countries, mm, if they're not man. careful, we've all heard the stories. You That's know, why I hate the movie Taken. Desperate, Ugh. yes, and people it. are getting desperate. You know, and and the cartels, everybody, the criminal elements, getting desperate, and they're acting out. You know, so I mean, it's it's just, I just I couldn't breathe. 
I, didn't, I, I knew I couldn't breathe, but when she came back, I realized, yeah, yeah I really couldn't breathe. I, you know, I was really just, the stress was insane. And knowing you a little bit, have you already started to write the script yet or no? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of writing time now for everybody, writing, right. whatever, you can do something creative, making puzzles. Right. So I'm finishing my first novel. Then I'm working. I got another book I'm going to go get into, and uh, I'm contemplating this one. You know, when you, start, uh, uh, contemplating... you know, when you and I were going back and forth, and you were like, "I have black ops involved," I'm hmm. like, "Okay, this is a movie now." Yeah. Now it's a movie. Did you get to the point with these black ops guys or the seals guys where you were talking finances? Yeah. Did you get a price? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's it's yeah it's 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 um. Yeah, More or it, less than it, a Ferrari. And, and <laughs> around the well, what kind of Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just say that you get, you get you get presented with situations where you're looking at a number and saying, "Whoa, is there a price tag on my daughter's safety?" Right? You know, is that a, you know? Uh, would you do anything to get her back, or is there some place where you say? Yeah, yeah, that's too much money. You know, you know, so yeah, no lever there, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't yeah think exactly. So. <laughs> so you're you are literally that that's that's that situations that you're presented with, wow. which is really ugly to find. You find your mind going, "Whoa, gee, that's a lot." And you go, "What are you kidding?" You're arguing yourself. Are you kidding? You're literally going to like blink. Right you know, over your over your over your loved one's safety, you well, know what would you do? I mean, consider yourself you lucky. Consider to save their kid. Yeah, I mean, consider yourself lucky that you can even contemplate the question. If they know, if they throw a number like I don't know Ferrari price two hundred fifty thousand, whatever the hell it is, the fact that you can even entertain a thought puts you in. Well, then, you know, yeah, and then also you're wondering, okay, is this. You know, because it's just a quick Google. They know who I am. Right. So are the prices are the prices adjusted for what they think you know the freight you could afford? You know, right. kind of thing. And you know, and then you know, and and then you know, and then of course, I'm trying to get the word out about my daughter. And then one of them says, "You know, you just shined a light on the fact that your daughter is a high that the celebrity's daughter is stuck in Iquitos. Oh, you Jesus. literally just." put a spotlight on her mm. and then and i'm like oh, geez, that's, what you I'm trying to do the you... right thing and i made it worse mm. you know uh so it it just so this, how do you this, bounce back from that because that guy's 100 percent right you know now you shine the light now you be i don't want to say you put a target on her but you know you you could have not obviously not on purpose but you could have now you have a decision do you back it up a little bit or do you i do that's mm. that's a you know, wow. it's a tough spot. Well, that's a, well that's it crazy. was it, what's done is was done was done. Yep. And it was it was getting me but it was also getting me more attention from certain parties. So you say, Well, okay, you know, I didn't realize I was rolling the dice, but I did. Now I gotta right. make it pay off. So so I just kept going. But of course there's one moment where one of my people and I and I wanted to say, God bless rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> the, the the biggest the the biggest people uh, who were my helpers? And by the way, uh, you know this broadcast on Long Island. Mike and I, Shalaba, uh, we call him Helicopter Mike. He's a Long Islander. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, East End Helicopter, Helicopter Mike. He, right. He was one of my. He's an ex Air Force guy. 
Good God. He was on my eyes in the sky. I knew every plane, everywhere, at every moment. When my daughter went into Miami, I had the pilot's eye view of the plane touching down. I don't know how he gets that stuff, but he got me all that access. That's awesome. My other two people, my other two people, here's where rock and roll comes in. I'm thinking, who do I know in South America? Who do I know? Concert promoter. I was going to say promoter. What's going to do? I remembered Twisted Sister was playing in Brazil. And we were going from the airport to our hotel during rush hour, and he had the police move the traffic off the main highway, the LIE equivalent of a Long Island Expressway, during rush hour so we could get to our hotel. I, I remember this. I said, if this guy could do that, this guy's mm-hmm. got outreach. And he's Powell Barron, top link entertainment. It was unbelievable the outreach he had. And mm. then my social media publicist, Matt Byers. He calls me. He grew up in Washington, D.C. He got me on the phone with every senator, every congressman, uh. anybody and everybody. He, it was my social media guy. You know, that's why I mean, people, you've got outreach. You just don't know what their outreach is. Until mm-hmm. you put the word out and say, I need help, you don't, you'll be shocked where the help can possibly come from. And, that, and you, just gotta, you just don't you just look under every rock. And Think guys, about it this way. 30-plus 30, 30 years ago... Mm. You, you made the senators look like morons, <laughs> <laughs> and now here they are yeah. helping out. <laughs> Absolutely, but I want to tell you. So I get a call from so, from from my my social media guy. He says, "D, tell Cheyenne to stop posting, doing a geo a geo uh, a spot on her Instagram posts." Right. My daughter was posting from her location. And putting it on the map. You know how they do that right. where I am right now? Right. Yeah. My daughter was broadcasting it. Right. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I'm posting on Instagram. I said, oh, my God. I no. Stop geotagging your location. Are you yeah. out of your mind? She goes, oh, I always do that. Well, you're not doing it now. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a crazy <laughs> story, man. Uh, do we lose him? Really? Well, she said, oh, no, thanks, Dee. No, good. Yeah. There you are. Well, listen, it. thank you yeah. for the time. And uh, so glad Cheyenne's back in the States and uh, you got through the whole thing. A very tense couple of weeks, I'm sure. It's horrible. Yeah. And listen, when the, and people, when, when the movie's made, ahead, I just want when the movie's made, I just want to be the Brazilian promoter. That's all I ask. Okay. That's my, that's right. my role in the movie. AP, you got yeah. it. Thank and you. Thank you, everybody. And just remember, there are people who want to come home still and it's nothing you could do, but just don't, don't troll them and tell. <laughs> everybody deserves to be able to be with their families at least during. Of course, no. right. part of our freedom. Okay, man. All Thanks, right, D. Thank we'll you, talk guys. to you soon, buddy. Take care, Take D. Snyder, ex of Twisted Sister. What a drama! That's a crazy. His family got involved in. That's crazy. That's a crazy ass story, huh? His daughter geotagging. Horrible. Now people in the jungle are like, oh, I know where she is. How much is he worth? <laughs> right. That's the worst thing in the world. Ugh, horrible. Well, there you go. There's the story about a happy ending and his daughter's back in the States. In California, quarantined. <laughs> I know we were talking about earlier about do you know someone who's affected by this or whatever? And I know nobody, well, you guys do, but mm. people don't know, know D. Snyder. But I feel like that's a perfect example of, you know, humanizing it. Like you might not mm. directly know someone, but you know someone who right. knows someone. And that's one story. Think of all the other stories. So just, you know. I, but make absolutely fine. people who aren't celebrities. But here's the thing you need to know about D. D with time on his hands. 
he will find out who those trolls were on Instagram <laughs> and or Twitter. Oh, 100%. 100%. He doesn't see. Yeah, he he made a little comment about Gareth earlier. You know, when the conversation first started, I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. I just wouldn't. No, dude. He's, he's he doesn't take anything yeah. from anybody ever. <laughs> and why should in the he? history of D? He's a bad man. He really is. All right, really Roger is. JP. It's one zero two five. The Bone Real Raw Radio. Eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five seven two seven five seven nine.